Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Dungeon Master's Apprentice. I'm your host, Theo Giesen, and today we're back after a little bit of a hiatus with uh, my good friend, Hunter Magelmurray. How's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Good. We are currently in Hunter's grandfather's basement, um, in Hunter's new room. It's uh, surely a work in progress, I would say. Yeah, it's got a lot of stuff to be done still. Yeah, a lot of boxes around here. <laughs> we moved a couple things down here. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, a work in progress. Oh, for sure. Um, but I think we've got high hopes for this place, and it should be a good hangout for the foreseeable future. I mean, we've already hosted a few d- games here. Yeah, this is my fourth time coming here in like a week and a half, so... Uh, safe to say this may not be the last podcast that we do here, um, but I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, Hunter, it's been quite a while since we've had you on. Um, I'd, I'd say maybe a year, maybe more. About a year. I would say even more, because we did it at my mom's old place, and she's been at hers for quite a while, so... But two years then? Yeah, something like that, but... Wow. Um, why don't uh, you catch up the folks on what you've been up to, where you're at in your life, and um, we'll get to know you a little bit. Um, I just moved back to London. I am just moved back to London. I am currently unemployed. <laughs> That's always like fun, though. Like this is an interesting point in your life when you're just not really doing anything, and it gives you um, opportunity to play D and D, which is nice. Yeah, plenty of time for that. Now I can actually invest some time in that. We played what? three games last week yeah about that uh which is nice and our whole party is able to play in person which is another huge advantage yeah it's Um, really nice yeah i know there are some campaigns i've played that as soon as they move from in person to online they just stop altogether because it's not the same but i have some that are like purely online so and that's just what we're used to and that's what we do every time so um i don't know it's it's nice because you still get to play even though you're not all together, but um, if I were to have my druthers, I would play with everyone in person, obviously. Oh, yeah. It's just a different experience. Yeah. So, But, uh, yeah, we've been playing a lot, and every time we do, it's like a big event of the day, and someone, like, picks up pizza or, it's been you know. It's pretty good. Yeah. We all just hang out and have a good time, and um, it's definitely one of my preferred ways to spend an evening. Oh, yeah. Because we're... We're probably playing for about three hours every time. Yeah, at least. And it's usually because someone has to go, but if we ever had a, a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon where none of us are doing anything, we could easily play for like five or six hours. Oh, easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been, I should clarify, we're playing Lost Minds of Fandelver, which is the starter set adventure that comes with, you know, the starter set. Um, yeah. And it's definitely the most played, like, game of all time, I would say. It's most people's introduction to the game. I like running it because it's pretty smooth and easy for beginners and basic, um, but it's still a lot of fun. And I also, I don't know, there are several advantages to running it a lot as a DM. Like, I like to go back to it because it's familiar. Mm -hmm. I could run a lot of it now without even looking at the module really wow, if so I you had ran to that a lot. yeah I would say like six or seven times maybe is like you know the range wow yeah uh, but I really like it I am able to get familiar with the characters and instead of having to come up with things on the fly I have a lot of stuff to pull on 
So as a character currently playing through that campaign, how much longer is it? Like, how far are we into it? Um, you're sort of just getting into it. There's a lot of side quests that you can do if you want to expand and make it longer. Um, Love a good side quest. Yeah. Um, I think you play it for maybe about a couple months, and then oh, nice. at the end it gives you an opportunity to... Um, jump off and go to a different location they give you like a little map and it's like as the dm you get to basically say whatever is on the map and that is the hook for the next oh cool yeah um so i don't know but sometimes by that point you want to make a new character and try out a whole new adventure and so um yeah um but i've been having a great time with it with you guys um like you said, we're only about three or four sessions in. Exactly. One of them was only like half an hour or something. but Yeah, the one was super short. That was just an introduction, yeah. and then Jared hopped in after. Yeah, well, yeah, you had to go for an interesting reason. We were mid-session, and you got <laughs> quite the phone call. Exactly. But we got our characters set up and introduced to the campaign, which was nice. Yeah. Um, but... Um, I guess um, anything else that's been going on in your life recently? I mean, you you did just move into this room. You're going through some some monumental changes, I'd say. Uh, yeah, just finished up school. Figured I'd move back, save some money before I move out again. Maybe go off for more school overseas. You're back in London. I'm back in London. It's it's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Boys are back in town. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, we talked a little bit about this new campaign that we've been doing. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the character that you're doing and how you've been liking them and things that you would maybe you know, like to do in the future? Yeah. Or So I'm playing as a rogue wood elf character. I created everything for its background through an AI I forgot about that. I called chat GPT because I have zero creativity <laughs> skills. And... Believe it or not, it actually turned out pretty decent. Yeah, I, like, there's a lot of controversy around the whole AI thing. I think this is maybe one instance where it's, like, acceptable and actually kind of funny. Uh, because what you did, like, your name, your entire background. Um, everything. Like, yeah. And the background and the name were tied in together because you can just feed everything to it. And Yeah. It worked out. Like, it's as smart as the inputs you give it. It is, it is kind of funny, especially for someone who's never played before. It's a useful tool. Like, I know that in the starter set as well, they have a couple examples of characters that you can just hand out to people, yeah. and then they just play whatever. Like, that's what I did the first time I played the Cyberpunk uh, TTRPG. I played with a pre-made. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. I would love to try the Cyberpunk game. Yeah, it that is. That sounds fun. It is super fun. I would maybe be able to run it for you guys. I have a solid grasp on the rules but i would also rather get you guys set with D D before we move to another one yeah exactly um, and then we just dedicate less time to each character and you just spread yourself a little too thin yeah um so i do want to sink our teeth into this one for quite a while and get you guys more familiar with the mechanics in the game and yeah because it's a lot of explaining still like there's definitely some pausing when we're yeah, like still just giving you guys a nudge about what advantage and disadvantage yeah. means and 
truly just the basics because Wilmer's played a little bit, but you and Jared have never played. Exactly. Yeah, so... Also wanted to mention, I rolled for all of my stats for my character. Yeah, which is something that, I don't know, maybe as a new timer, it's nice to use the standard array and, like... And when we built your character last time, I think we might have done standard array. We did. Yeah. But you made a new character since then, and you're playing a... Rogue. Rogue, right. Um, Which I think is a pretty good class to start with. Mm -hmm. And this, the Lost Minds, has a lot of crawling through, like, literal minds and stuff. Exactly. And having a rogue is really handy, so... I'm the only one in the campaign that hasn't died yet, so... Yeah, that's true. Uh, Well, Wilmer did... um, His character actually did die. Yeah. um, And this is... Um, something that worked narratively and actually just in terms of um, bringing him back and stuff but um, for our first two sessions we played as level 5 because Wilmer, Wilmer had a preset character that he made and it was level 5 and I was like alright whatever I'll just play level 5 mm-hmm. um, and then I realized that it was maybe a little too much for you guys and juggling all those abilities yeah it was a lot for your first time so in the first main session that we played, Wilmer's character died, and so between that session and the next one, I sort of made a, a deal with you guys saying that if I take you down to level two, um, you can bring back Wilmer's character and he can continue to play as him. That was a fight. <laughs> yeah. I was sort of extending you guys an olive branch to be like, look, I'll do you this huge favor of bringing back a character. I'll also help you by deleveling you so it's simpler to understand. And Jared was like, nope, fuck that. <laughs> and I was like, dude, please just take the narrative like bait. <laughs> yeah, he was... It, it was a good 20 minutes of him arguing about it, too. Yeah. And he, like, like rolled wa- for it He wanted everything. Wilmer's weapon that he <laughs> dropped when he died. Like, But I think that's just, you know, a person who's new to D&D testing their limits and seeing what's possible. And um he did eventually agree and it was fun to like barter with him and stuff but he definitely did piss off a few gods during that oh he definitely did um but yeah i thought that was like i realized that you guys are way too high level and then found a narrative reason to bring you down and simplify things um which i think is we're going to be way better off than if we had just tried to power through at level five oh exactly yeah i you know even though you guys are worse or lower level, I think you had more fun with it because you knew what you were doing. Um, but yeah. Um, so what is, do you know your character's backstory that got generated? Do you have the text somewhere? Oh, I have to pull up my laptop. Okay. But it was... Uh... Hold on a sec, guys. Hunter is getting his laptop. Hopefully it's charged. Um... <laughs> Hunter fully deleted his backstory. Didn't save. Yeah, did not save. Um, so he's decided to come up with a new one. Let's see how it comes out. Brief intermission while Hunter looks up this website and generates in a backstory. Although this kind of does take away from a lot of your character development so far. Yeah. Just changing your whole backstory for sessions. If I give it the same prompts, okay, it might be very similar. That's fair. Okay, what do you got? I'm just relogging in. Oh my god. I know. 
Um, yeah, Hunter's grandfather came down here and absolutely reamed him out for, like, half an hour straight. <laughs> oh, yeah. It did not stop. It was really funny. Just absolutely destroying him about the state of this room and, honestly, the state of your life. <laughs> yeah, it, that's typical. Yeah. Oh, well. It was really funny. I enjoyed it. That's why I moved away for five years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. What are the prompts you're putting in? I said, give me a dark backstory for a woodland elf. Okay, maybe specify rogue. A, a rogue wooden elf. I don't know. That's actually a good idea. Okay. Alright, it's generating now. Should I read it out as a... Sure. Generate? Sure. <laughs> this rogue elf... Or actually, do you want to read it? Sure. You're better at this. Oh, thank you. This rogue elf was once a member of a respected elven clan known for their exceptional skills in thievery, thievery and deception. However, their desire for wealth and power eventually consumed them, leading them to betray their clan and steal from their own people. They were eventually caught and banished, but rather than reform, they embraced a life of crime. They now roam the woods, preying on unsuspected travelers and stealing from any who cross their path. They've become a wanted criminal, feared and hated by those who live in the forest, who know that they will stop at nothing to get what they want. They have a reputation of being ruthless and cunning... They have a reputation of being a ruthless and cunning individual who will do whatever it takes to survive. I feel like there was way more in the last one. That you the had. last one was. I remember a gist of it. I was an orphan. Yeah. This doesn't really say that you're an orphan, does it? No. But, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I was an orphan. I was raised by, like, a group of thieves who took me in after because I was just, like, couldn't keep up with, like, wood elf society, and I, like, tried to escape it. Yeah, that's kind of similar. Um, I also, my character's name was Arya, which is, like, a royal name. It still is, though, right? Yeah. Okay. That's not changed. So, like... It kind of, like, tied into the character's backstory, which was kind of cool. Was Is that, like... That's a Game of Thrones character, right? Arya? I don't know. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Okay, me neither. So, I feel like it is, though. That's how I remember it, at least. Um, But, yeah. That's been a good campaign. <laughs> kind of fun that you got to generate a new backstory. Save this one. <laughs> put it in a different... Put it in a notes file. Is that where you put it last time? I don't know where I put it, man. Like... I think I just ended up having that chat GPT thing up for, like, oh. a week somehow, and now it just decided to disappear. That's fair. Right. Not really. You should have saved it. Oh, I know. It was good. Oh, well. It's better to start with something less specific so that the DM has opportunities to fill stuff in for you and invent, like... Yeah. Invent your hometown and... You know, if you weren't an orphan, I could talk about your parents and stuff, or have one of your parents send you a letter. Or you could still talk about my parents though, and give it like some like mysterious thing. Since I'm yeah, an true. Yeah, maybe you didn't know how they died, and all of a sudden that comes up. Like that's don't know my own lineage. And yeah, just random stuff. Leaving stuff open in your background is super important because then it gives me room to do cool stuff like that. Yeah, you can't lock it down too hard. Um, and the Lost Minds, um, campaign is very loosely structured and doesn't really tie in characters' backstories. Um, and as I've been able to run it more, I can do stuff like, or be more comfortable with bringing in someone that would be from your backstory or someone from Wilmer or Jared's backstory and flesh out their characters a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, but if you play it strictly as what it is, you're not going to have that um, background tie-in that a lot of homebrew campaigns do. Yeah. Um, which is... 
one of the things I really like about writing my own campaigns. Like be, this one is super basic and allows me to introduce it to you guys. But then if we keep playing, then I'll probably come up with something original, and then we can play. Okay. And work your backstories into the lore of the world. Even um, that stuff is all super fun. The campaign I'm doing now is based on a campaign I did a couple years ago. Oh, nice. So it's based in the same world, but in the like a post-apocalyptic future, and so there are references to old characters and That's people cool. that they knew. And so when the characters were creating their or the people were creating their characters for this campaign they had tie-ins with the stuff before, so they felt like they were really part of the the lore of the world. That's super cool. Just super immersed in it. Yeah, and you get to invent cool stuff, or um, as you become a more experienced player, you know what ingredients you need to put yeah. into a character to get that kind of synergy with your DM. Um, and when I do a long-term campaign that I think is going to run for a year or more, I usually do one-on-one calls with each player and it usually lasts for like an hour but i talk about the world and how i think things are gonna go and they talk about concepts for characters and then we oh, that's cool we pick which one which character will work best in this world and then we spit ideas back and forth and eventually come up with something that's going to satisfy the player's desires for the campaign and fit into what the dm has already worked in that's really sweet yeah and then that helps the dm build the world too because the player is coming up with ideas that impact the whole world so you're sharing a bit of the workload but Mm -hmm. those are also some of my favorite calls are talking to people one-on-one and getting a sense of what they want to play but that's not necessary for what we're doing right now but in the future for sure yeah, I'm definitely excited to see where our campaign ends up going, though, the next few months. Yeah, I do hope that it continues for a long time, because there is some burnout pretty quick. There's the initial um, desire to play a bunch, and mm-hmm. then as other stuff comes up, it you know, it can be difficult. But honestly, it's the winter right now. We may as well try and get as much in as we can now before it gets too nice out. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, we should try to set, like, a night of the week where it's always lands on this yeah um and even if one of us can't make it we can still run something and then just fill the other person in that just keeps things you know and yeah consistent um yeah is there anything specific that you've been really enjoying about the campaign um as you as like a first time playing D D, what are things that you've latched onto about like the game or the story itself or your character or um I do really like the abilities that come with the rogue. Mm-hmm. It's a nice starter character, to be honest. Yeah. Do a lot of damage really quick. But I think my favorite thing of the campaign is Jared's character getting jumped every second possible. Yeah. that There usually does end up being like one character who gets targeted a lot. Jared's a monk, so he really <laughs> has to be up in the people's faces. Um, and you're more of an archer. Exactly. Uh, so you're not getting as much of the damage on you. Um, but when you are the 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 tank, um, and I think Jared dumped Khan, like his Khan is minus one, which is not great, but <laughs> I told him what it was and he decided to do it anyways, but um, he goes down very quickly. Yeah, very fast. Um, like, you gotta, like monks aren't actually really tanks. They're, they do an okay job at that, but... They can, like, half damage yeah. or, like, 
dodge out of the way and well, like he died in move the around. First yeah, co- act of combat on the campaign. <laughs> yeah, did, he didn't fully. Die. I think he. Oh, or did it was he? a fully die. We roll for him to come back. Oh yeah, there was some, like he was down, but like. Oh, he was rolling death saving throws. Yeah, yeah, that happens pretty frequently. Um, but Wilmer's character actually like full out. Oh yeah, failed that his. Was, he, he rolled two ones, didn't he? He rolled a like a four, and then he rolled a one, which is two fails, and then he just died. And I was like, "Sorry, man, like that's just gonna happen." And then we tried bringing him back there, then and there, and it was just ones. Yeah, you guys were doing like religion checks and getting natural one. like we rolled three ones in a row. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was really bad, but like, I don't know. His character was not meant to come back. And yet he still did, so. Exactly. Jared didn't want it, though. Um, is there anything, like, is there anything else? I know we're still pretty fresh into it, but maybe about the mechanics that you enjoy or um, um, a specific, like, NPC that you like or... Oh, Droop. Droop, who... Did he... He didn't get revived, did he? Or he did. He... I don't think he did. No. Die. He didn't die, though, I didn't think. He did die. Did he? Yeah. Oh. So, a thing about Droop is that usually you find him a couple sessions, or, yeah, a couple sessions later. Oh. In a different part, but I really like him, and I wanted to introduce him early as, like, an NPC. I know how to play, and, um, ju- like, having an NPC that you're familiar with and able to play can help facilitate conversation mm-hmm. between players, or... You know, they can prod at players and get them to talk if they're being a little quiet. We do have a new NPC, though. I do remember that, like, now. Who's that? Um, what's the one, um... Who, Sildar? Sildar's son. Oh, Silly, yeah. I've... Silly has been with us and killing. Yeah, he got quite a few finishing blows. He got three on his first act of combat. Yep. Um, he is not actually in the module. He is something that I homebrewed in an earlier time that I played it, and oh, now nice. I just always bring him up because it's kind of funny. I love Silly. Um, yeah, it's a great nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I usually have him be, like, eight years old and really wanting to adventure, and his dad is like, ah, you're super young, and, like... With but, that, like, negative intelligence yeah. stat. <laughs> sometimes he dies, sometimes he doesn't join the party, sometimes he ends up being really good at fighting. Yeah, like, right now, he's one of our MVPs. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see a point where Sildar just stays home and you guys hang out with Silly. <laughs> oh, we'll make so like, could I. Make, like, a character sheet for him. Oh, I would love that. Um, but, yeah, that's all stuff that gets figured out as we just play more and more. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to seeing how this stuff plays out. Uh, why don't we take another quick break, and then we'll come back with a round of uh, fiction fixation. It's been almost three weeks since I've recorded an episode, so I've had a lot of things that have come up that have that I'm willing to tell about tell to the audience. Um and I'm sure you've had some in the last two years that we've Oh, plenty. Okay, cool. We'll be right back. Thank you to Newsly for sponsoring this week's episode of Dungeon Masters Apprentice. Newsly is an audio app that you can get for your iOS and Android that picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and it will read you to them in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the web becomes listenable. Go ahead and browse articles from topics you choose, perhaps the latest D&D news, or, um, you know, if uh, if there's a new expansion pack coming out, mm-hmm. maybe uh, some new subclasses. Yeah, if you listen to the last episode, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, and uh, start enjoying, so stop scrolling and start listening. 
In addition, they have podcasts from over 40 countries, including our very own Dungeon Master's Apprentice. So download and use Newsly for free now, www.newsly.me, or uh, from the link that I'll put in the description, and use our new promo code MASTER2021. It's a pretty dope code. Better than the last one. Hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the last one was confusing. It's like dungeon, but the O is a zero, so make sure you get that. No, this one's just straight master 2021, and you'll get a one-month free premium subscription. How's that sound? It sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does sound pretty good. Thanks, Newsly. And we're back with Hunter. Um, it's time for a round of fiction fixation. Um, we usually like to roll to see who's going to go first. I don't have... The dice are at the bottom of my backpack, and I should have thought of this before we started recording again, but... Okay, what do we got? Okay, cool. A D12. Okay, 1 through 6, I'll go first. 7 through 12, you'll go first. 1. Okay. <laughs> wow. Great roll. Uh, I guess that means I have to go first. Um, so, for Christmas, I got Breath of the Wild again, and... I had already played it and beat it and had, like, 70 hours in the save, but I really wanted to start from scratch. I didn't want to go from not playing it for a year and a half to picking up an old save where I'd already beat it and got all the best stuff. Yeah. And that's, like, an RPG that you can play a lot of different ways. Um, After you do the tutorial, the main mission is, like, defeat Ganon. But, like, obviously that's not... You're just not going to walk towards Ganon and defeat him. You have to, like, level up your stuff and... Get the different. Yeah, see, I have no idea. About okay, the game. I should... last game I played was Spirit Tracks for the DS. Okay, yeah, um, I can loan it to you because I'm on a different game right now. But yeah, that'd um, be great. Uh, that the first time I played that game was magical. Like I had so much fun with it, and even in this playthrough, after playing it a couple times already, I'm having a lot of fun. Nice. That's how I've been feeling with Pokemon Scarlet. To be honest, did you restart it or? I did not restart it. I've just been grinding for a competitive team. Oh, true. Yeah. That game came out alongside a lot of other games, or I got a lot of games around when I got that, so I really haven't played it a lot, even though I did like it. I didn't love it. I got mine on midnight release, and I just went off from that. I got mine the day after, but... um, I mean, around that time Sonic came out, I haven't played enough Sonic. I really You can never play enough Sonic. I only have, like, 10 hours in it. Maybe not even. Wow. But I I really like it. I would recommend anyone who's thinking about it to get it. I can also loan that to you. Oh, I would really play that. Yeah. Um, the combat is so cool. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying to play Sonic. I'm trying to play Breath of the Wild. Um, I'm trying to read a bunch of new mangas and watch more anime. So that's taking up a little bit of time. I've been watching Chainsaw Man, which is just, like hilarious it's been great and it's the season was short though which kind of sucked yeah i think i'm on episode eight or something so i still have a bit left yeah four episodes um but yeah that's been i usually don't get drawn to goofy animes but that one is just like really well done and the jokes are (laughs) funny (laughs) i wouldn't say it's a goofy anime though it's pretty goofy man as someone who's they make jokes about like power not flushing the toilet okay yeah (laughs) but it's like as someone who's read the manga and is up to date on it yeah it's gonna you're not ready does it get more serious oh yeah i don't even want to spoil it okay so it gets dark oh geez okay um yeah looking forward to 
watching more of that. Um, then I also got the Attack on Titan 2 Final Battle, um, which is, I think, an expansion on a game that already exists. Yeah, the, um, f- the first game covered the first two seasons, and then yeah. you pick up. Yeah, so I think it goes all the way through season three, maybe? Yeah. The expansion that comes with it. So Andrew was saying it's like a 27-hour game if you wow. do all of it. And that's if you're... With like, the side quests and stuff? Uh, just main story. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but the we were playing that the other night. The combat is super fun. <laughs> we were not playing it. You okay. were playing it for yeah, two but, and a half hours. <laughs> but I was loving it. Oh, you were glued. Yeah. That game is a lot of fun. Um, that's another game that like you can borrow from me. But um, I've been spoiled with good games lately and good content. Reading reading Goblin Slayer after I criticized it last episode, bought the book. Um, wow. I just couldn't get into it. I've just heard so many bad things about the first episode. Yeah. I don't know. I have already said my piece on this, but... Um, and then I borrowed Hunter Hunter from you. I'm going to try to read that, I don't know, maybe tonight. Great series, except the author goes on hiatus all the time and just did again. It's very oh. frustrating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Um, I mean, that's a lot of stuff, so. Yeah, that was a lot. Um, yeah, I guess we throw it to you, Hunter. Um, well, recently I just started the series Erased, watched it in a full trip. Okay, that's, I did that too. Was sitting in my cabin room of the cabin, of the cruise, just, uh... Bawling? No, I wasn't, I wasn't there yet. But it was close. Yeah. It was a lot. But wow, it was a really well-written series. Yeah, I'm rewatching it again soon with someone who I'm trying to introduce to anime, so I'm looking forward to watching it again from start to finish and getting a different... I don't, I don't know, perspective yeah. on it. It honestly got me back into uh, Steins Gate, which is another time travel kind of anime. Oh, yeah. And that one's super fun. Yeah, that one is super based in reality, except for one little twist, yeah. which is the kind of thing that I like, um, rather than, I don't know, some, like what I've heard from My Hero Academia is that it's just like bananas. <laughs> oh, I've, I'm still, I watch that. I or read the manga. Even stuff like Dragon Ball Z probably gonna get some flack for this but like it just seems way too like crazy and like there's a bunch of alien like i think it's super rad but i also don't think it's my tempo so that just means you don't like shonens that's because every shonen kind of runs with a similar type of idea yeah i would say that of they get stronger than the villain because the villain gets introduced super strong wipes the floor with them once they come back do a little training arc stronger than ever they beat them, and then they repeat with a new villain. That sounds like Naruto a little bit, too, from what I've, like... But I also know that that also gets, that's also like, really complicated. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like They all follow the same kind of, like, idea. Like, you're more of an isekai vibe like, from what you've been saying. Yeah, like, I really like Death Note. I talked about that so many times on the podcast. Oh, Death Note's great. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's just, like, reality, but with a slight little twist. Oh, what are you looking for? I got a... I have Death Note. The whole... All of it. Yeah, that would be... I've only... I've read volumes maybe one through four. Chapters one through four. Maybe one volume, but... It's somewhere in my packed stuff still, but... I, I was have, gonna get some when I was at chapters, but... So I actually have all of Death Note in yeah, one book. Yeah, that's what book. you said. It's just called the Black Book, and it's huge. Yeah, so... If I had time, I would re... I mean, I'm... 
I just read a bit of it, but I want to read more of Attack on Titan because oh. I don't know. I just think Attack it's... on Titan's manga was amazing. Yeah, the the show definitely expands on it. Well, the show's good, but there's so many theories that go on with it where people think it's not in the same timeline as Attack on Titan's manga. Mm. Um, if I was smart about it, I would read like after the anime and get caught up and stuff but i'm just reading it from the beginning i mean that's not a bad call though like it's a nice way to get everything refreshed to you and yeah. like you get the subtle details that you may not have noticed beforehand that's, that show has a lot of foreshadowing or oh, that the foreshadowing is there from the first episode yeah seriously like there's so many different rooms for fan theories and stuff and i don't know how much I think there was an interview with the writer at the end of it, and he was saying he has a certain amount planned out, and he, like, wrote the ending. Yeah. Um, but obviously you can't have every single plot point filled out, so he definitely has to patchwork. But they had, he had the beginning, the middle-ish arc, and the twist, and then the end, all yeah. planned out beforehand, and it was just that filling in the so pieces. That takes so much, like, foresight and right? creativity. And well, if you want to talk foresight, you got to get into One Piece. Okay, yeah, I... We've talked about this before, but it just seems such, like, a, a task to undertake. It's not bad when you think about it, because if you watch the series, a lot of it's, like, realistically 10 minutes per episode because it's a recap, and the pacing's really bad, just so they didn't have to fill it with Oh, you're really episodes. selling me on this. <laughs> but if you read the manga, there's as many mm. chapters of the manga as there is episodes, basically. Okay. And one chapter's 18 pages or so. Okay, that's really short. Exactly. You could fly through that. Like, I flip through those, like, my Sunday mornings. I'll just <laughs> sit there. I'll do all the mangas that got released for the week. And it's about 45 minutes of just me just going through those. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's just so much stuff that I'm getting to for the first time that I can't just, like... True. I've been immersed Spread myself it. too thin and... Yeah, I've been... I dove down that rabbit hole 15 years ago. And yeah. And it... It's tough. It is, but I'm enjoying it. Oh, it's fun. Um, it's a good ride. Anything else that you've been playing or... Um, honestly, no. I've just been sucked into Overwatch's comp rankings with a few of my buddies, and it's brutal. True. You They're... did say Pokemon, too. Yeah. Yeah. But... I think the Overwatch is worse because a few of my buddies are transitioning from console to PC. Oh, yeah. And the learning gap is huge, and it's just really funny to watch. Yeah. I definitely don't game on PC as my major platform, but I do really like it. Because, like, when we were in high school, we would PC game. Like, oh, we would always. play, like, Killing Floor. We would LAN party. Like Paintball 2. We would do LAN party. Like, Mine- I don't know. Minecraft is what it is, but... Um, but we, we definitely did a lot of first-person shooters on console or yeah, on uh, uh, PC. Yeah, um, like we only played fighting games on like console. I feel like like it was just Injustice. Oh yeah, that too. Budokai Tenkaichi Three. Yeah, Andrew's been watching the price of that game soar for years. It's so expensive now. It's like a hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, I honestly thought it was more, but for sealed maybe. But yeah, for that's a true. used copy, no. Yeah, that was a game that I never really... I mean, I never watched Dragon Ball, and you guys all did. Yeah. And so, I didn't really get the mechanics, and I didn't really get the story either, so I just would watch you guys play, which is fine. Like, I don't... I'd rather watch you guys than 
play and like suck. Well, I mean, also Andrew was just so competitive. So was Jared. Yeah, but Jared sucked. I thought Jared was good. Jared was okay with a few characters, but Andrew like memorized everything oh, yeah. and had like he would look up like teams. I swear. Yeah, that's fair. That is something Andrew would do too. It's just like, how can I min max the hell out of like, this? Like even playing like Pokemon. Like I play Pokemon. We will test teams against each other all yeah. the time for ranking, and he just wipes the floor yeah. with me sometimes because he, he just grinds. he also has a better concept of the meta. Uh, I'm pretty good with well, it, but better I just than don't, me. <laughs> oh, I'm as immersed with it as Andrew is. I just don't have the time to. That's fair. He catch like he's just been going crazy. Yeah, I don't have like. I get burned out pretty quickly from certain games, um, and then I have to move to something else for a while, but then I'll usually end up going back. But, yeah, I just can't play a game for, like, a month straight, really. Oh, I could play a game for six months straight. Yeah, I just don't really have that. I guess I did that with Skyrim, but that was one of those games that just blew my mind. Yeah, that was me with Elden Ring. Like, I got way too immersed, and I took a big break, (sighs) and after I was off that break, I just couldn't get back into it. No, I know. That's the other thing, too. When you are about to give up on a game, you're like, maybe I'll just never go back to this. Exactly. Like I'd That rather... happened with Mario 64 for me. <laughs> really? I got the Mario 3D All-Stars, oh, and I started game. playing 64, and I just stopped. And there's, it would take a lot in me to pick it up out of nowhere. Mario 64 is just such a classic. I know. I It's a little bit janky, but... But that's the I, thing. It was the best for speed runs. Oh, my God. Some of the two-assisted um, super runs for that. Oh, it's insane. It really is. Um, those older games are so... Like, you can bug the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. Same with, like, the speed runs for, like, Pokemon Red and Blue. Dude, Brilliant Diamond and Shiny Pearl were worse. Really? Yeah. There were so many glitches in that game. Yeah, but you could speed run Blue in, like... I think it was, like, a couple minutes. Really? Yeah, just because you, like, glitch through the walls, and then you go to the Elite Four, and you fight everything with basically, like, a missing no, which mm. just does max damage and has can't take damage, and then oh, you sweep. Oh, true. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do really like stuff like that, and that's why I always liked action replays. It's because you can just destroy a game. Oh, I still got my DS one. Yeah. Oh, good times. Um... Anything else that uh, you've been super into? Um, honestly, right now, no. I've been taking a huge break from a lot of my hobbies, and I've been in the midst of a move, so I've been pretty busy. That's true. That's pretty demanding. I'm sort of in the same way. Exactly. Got home for Christmas break, and then was planning on going back probably like this past weekend, and then decided not to. Uh, t- sorry to all my friends back home, but <laughs> yeah, I'm no complaints here. here. Yeah. Um, yeah, looking forward to playing more D&D. Looking forward to seeing the evolution of this room here. Um, oh, it'll come together real quick. Truly has been another um, person on this podcast, the room itself. <laughs> yeah. It's like the city of New York and sex in the city. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, anyways, um, why don't we start to wrap it up? Hunter, thanks a lot for coming on and chatting with me. Of course. Thanks for having me on again. No problem. Um, to all you guys, I know it's been a while since we've put out an episode, but there's been a lot of stuff going on and haven't exactly found the time, but, um, I would like to get back on these at a regular occasion as a regular occasion, you know, 
like D and D, it becomes more fun the more you do it. And exactly, that. and we'll have more D and D content with all these campaigns we're doing. Yeah, and we'll have the people on that we're talking about, like Jared and Wilmer. And oh, I would love to see Jared talk about his character. Yeah, I know Wilmer really wants to do one, so we'll have to have him on at some point. But oh yeah, um, yeah. Look forward to more content from us as the weeks go by. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>